Coming up on the Keto Camp Podcast, we bring on Phil Fit. I mean, I'm just going to be as blunt as possible. Take away your pills and get your body moving and celebrate each step. If you can't walk a mile, give me 10 steps a day and add another one each day and then celebrate it. We have access to ancient healing strategies such as ketosis, fasting, and carnivore. And on the Keto Camp Podcast, we are determined to deliver the science to you. We bring in the thought leaders in this space to have extraordinary conversations so you could apply it and change your life. Your body was built to thrive. Your body is capable of healing as long as you identify the interference and remove it. I believe you are a masterpiece because you are a piece of the master. My name is Ben Azadi. I'm the best-selling author of Keto Flex, and I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hey, Keto Camper. Thanks so much for pressing play today. You're going to love today's episode. We bring on Phil Fit. Phil is going to share how he got started in the health and fitness industry. First and foremost, Right off the bat, you're going to love this man's energy, attitude, and enthusiasm. He's going to excite you and light you up and inspire you today after this conversation. I was feeding off of his energy because it was just so powerful, which you're going to know and see and hear exactly what I'm referring to here. After we talk about how he got started in the health and fitness industry, we talk about working out. And when I say working out, I'm talking about longevity, muscle building activities. Muscles are a longevity organ. So we'll discuss how to figure out which workout is best for your body, depending on your unique individual needs. We get into some beginner strategies. Are you new to fitness and you have some ailments? I ask him, what are five exercises? That if you only had to choose five for the rest of your life, what would be those five? And he named each one of them and why. And I recommend you write them down and do those on a consistent basis. We talk about over-exercising. How do you know if you're exercising too much? He gives some tips on how to really listen to your body and understand what's happening. We talk about resting is just as important as the exercise itself. Recovering, sleeping is where you're going to build muscle and burn fat. We get into his work with professionals and celebrities. I asked him what these successful people that he trains have in common, and his answer was awesome. Why are people failing when it comes to committing to a consistent exercise routine? And then he shares a thought-provoking message on why we have such an epidemic of disease in the world, especially here in America, and why focusing on true metabolic health is the answer. And that's the message that we should be getting across to every single person. We talk about being overweight and it's time, he says, it's time to trade your doctor for a trainer. This is a fun episode. You're going to love it. He also gets emotional when he talks about his mom who recently passed 
from the complications of diabetes, very similar story when I lost my dad to the complications of diabetes. So you're going to have an amazing time listening to this episode. It's going to be an emotional roller coaster because he's going to hype you up. He's going to energize you. He's going to tug at your heartstrings. But at the end of the conversation, you're going to leave this episode feeling empowered, inspired, and you're going to take action on your longevity muscle, which is your muscle. So before I bring him on the show, I want to take a minute here to get to the Apple Podcast rating and review of the day. This is a five-star review from JY in Connecticut titled Keto Camp Podcast. Ben Azadi presents well-researched information in a practical, easy-to-understand manner. He teaches effectively with passion, enthusiasm, and authenticity. The podcast is a rich resource whether you are new to keto or working to take your program to the next level. Thank you so much, JY in Connecticut. I'm so glad you are getting value from the conversations that we have on the podcast. Thank you for pressing play. And thank you so much for taking time to leave the podcast a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps so much. We put a lot of resources and money and bandwidth into making sure we're consistent in getting these episodes out. And we don't ask for you to pay anything, but we do ask for your time. And what I mean by that is taking some time to leave the Keto Camp podcast a rating and review. It really does help the show grow. That's how these podcasts reach more lives. So if you haven't left the Keto Camp podcast a rating and review as of yet, please pause right now and do so on Apple Podcasts. When you do take a screenshot, send that screenshot to support at ketocamp.com, camp with the K. We'll reply with a thank you PDF download for my KetoFlex cookbook. Okay, let's have a fun conversation with Phil Fit. Phil Fit is the creator of the Phil Fit app. He teaches the same workout he uses to train celebrity clients, including the Bachelor TV star Tyler Cameron, also Hannah Brown, Matt James, and the quarantine crew and MMA fighter Michael the Don Lombardo. He says five minutes is all you need, a five-minute full-body workout, and he teaches this in his app on with his work and get ready to get what's called filthy in five minutes with this amazing celebrity trainer, amazing human being. He's going to really empower you. Here is Phil Fit. Phil Fit, welcome to the Keto Camp Podcast, brother. Happy Filthy Friday, Ben, and thank you for having me, man. Uh, you said that when I, you first hopped on the uh, the stream here, and I was like, I love that. Your your energy is giving me energy. And uh, we were supposed to record this in person. I had some things going on with my schedule, so we're doing it online. But you're not too far from me. You're also in South Florida. We connected through Rachel Shear, who's a mutual friend of ours. And I, I'm just loving what you're all about, uh, what you promote, your energy, your vibe. So before we get into what you're doing today, how did you get started in the health and fitness industry, Phil? Well, it all started from childhood. I've got big brothers who are into bodybuilding slash modeling slash martial arts and a lot of sports background in my family. So I started, I got certified as a trainer at 18 years old. I knew I wanted to do this for a living by watching my older brothers help people. So my passion is to help people lose weight, gain muscle and save their lives and let them live longer. So it started way back then. And we're going, geez, I'm going 20, 28 years in January. Wow. 18 years old, getting certified as a personal trainer. Wow. <laughs> so how has the, 
the game evolved since you were 18 versus now? Like, what are some of the things that you used to believe were true, but actually are like, why? I can't believe I used to promote that. Like, what are some of the things that you learned from? Wow, this traditional training. Monday, we're doing chest and triceps. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I laugh because that's what everyone did. And it was like, wow, now I, I don't believe that at all. Like, that's like so old school. And, and yes, things have evolved. And I'm a, a firm believer in higher repetitions for my, for my own body. It may not work for you or the next person, but I find what works for you by getting to know your body as I start mm. training a new person. So how would you assess that, right? So for you, high repetition works better than higher weight, lower repetition. So how do you, when you start putting somebody on a protocol, or let's say somebody's listening and they're like, oh, I'm not sure what works better for me. Is it high repetition, low repetition? What are some of the things they should pay attention to to see which approach is working better for them? Well, first I would find out what their goals are. If you're a bodybuilder, yeah, I'm going to take you to through the old school, lift heavy, but not not right at the back. I guess assess your body and see and see how much weight you can lift, you know. But if you say, listen, I've got injuries, I don't want to hurt myself, I want to train the way you train, Phil. And I would say, listen, guys, let's start with push-ups. We do body weight. If I can get you to do one pull-up per day, and graduate from there, five to ten push-ups. Start there. And I graduate, you do 25 push-ups. Next thing you know, you're doing like 100 push-ups a day. And I would keep going from there to see what you're... I'm a believing pushing past the limits of, of one's body, you know? Mm. So somebody listening right now, let's say they're not doing any exercise. They're not training. They're pretty much sedentary. They've changed their diet. They're probably doing keto, doing fasting. They've gotten some weight, but they want to take it to another level. And I believe fitness movement, exercise is that next level. You kind of mentioned it now, but what's a good way for somebody to get started where they feel really self-conscious about hiring a trainer or going to the gym? Like what are some basic things they could start doing right now to get that ball moving in the right direction? Walking. Just if you don't do anything at all, you can't run, start by walking. If you're able to walk, start with a mile. Do that for one month and then gradually we'll go from there. Like I said, the push-ups, I will show you how to do proper push-ups, tricep dips. You could do that at home off your couch, off of a chair, small movements like crunches on the floor, safe, a safe way for you to do it. Just moving your body and celebrate moving your body. Mm, talk about that. What do you mean by that? Well, every day, Ben, I wake up to celebrate move my body because I don't, it's not promised to us to move. So once my feet touch the ground, I wake up with gratitude. And man, it's like, once I say my gratitude, inspiring things to myself in the mirror, I drop and I do my push-ups. I do tricep dips off of the edge of the tub. I jump <laughs> in the shower. I know I'm, I, it's a crazy thing, but it's something I, I've adapted, you know? And in the shower, I stretch, I move my body, just moving your body. We gotta celebrate just walking a mile a day or walking five steps. Because there's lots of people in this world that can't do that. Oh, amen. Good old vitamin G, gratitude. Uh, it's changed my life, man. I, I love that because you're right. What we appreciate appreciates. A lot of people are putting their energy into what's not working for them. That achy joint, that job that's frustrating you. And guess what? The universe will fulfill whatever you feed energy to expand. So Phil's feeding energy to what 
he's thankful for, and God is giving him more to be thankful for because he's appreciating it. So I love that, dude. Amen. So how do you know if you're exercising too much? Do you see that a lot, people just overtraining? I do. I do see that. I'm a firm believer in listening to my body because there's moments where I feel like, well, maybe I did too much today, all right? So tomorrow, I'll take tomorrow off. If you're just totally exhausted and depleted muscle-wise and you're just, you know, you're just too tired to do anything, period, all right, maybe you should take that day off, you know? Take the next day off. Listen to your body. Like, you know, I ran 10 miles yesterday morning, okay? I did my 1,000 push-ups, and that was it. It's time to call it a day. Everyone can't do that, but just listen to your body. 1,000 push-ups, how'd you break that up? I start off, like I was saying in the morning, after my gratitude, I try to hit my 500 before I even leave the house to train my first client. Wow. And my first client is at 6 a.m. in the morning, sometimes 5, 5.30. So I try to... I get up a little bit earlier, knock them out, and then halfway through my day or throughout my day, I just keep going. 25 here, 25 there, write them down. Before I hit the bed, my thousand's done. I love that because that's exactly what's going to eliminate the excuse of I don't have time to exercise. Well, first of all, you're not making time to exercise. We all have the same 24 hours. But secondly... It doesn't have to be a, like a 30-minute straight session. Right? Phil's talking about he's sprinkling in movements throughout the day that accumulate into a workout. A so, big number, yes. A, a big number. Uh, I love that, dude. And, and you're right. If, if you exercise the right amount with the right intensity, you should feel actually more energized for the rest of the day. But if you did too much for your body to adapt to, then you're going to feel exhausted for the rest of the day. And that's when you listen to your body and you say, oh, maybe I did too much. My body couldn't handle that yet. And you scale it back. Would you agree with that method right there? I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree that it all goes with listening to your body. If you can't do 10 push-ups, go for five. Mm -hmm. And you're going to get benefits from it. I promise you that, you know, doing something is always better than doing nothing. Amen. And tomorrow you do six push-ups. And then the next day yeah. you do seven push-ups, yep. like you said. Absolutely. How important is it to put on muscle for longevity and for, for fat loss, fat burning? I think it's very important. And people say, oh, I don't want to be bulky and blah, 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 blah. Listen, guys, you're not going to get bulky. Lifting a little heavier than normal is not going to make you bulky. It's going to make you tighter. And it will make you lose weight faster if you are on the heavier side and you're looking to lose weight. Go a little heavy, and I like to mix the cardio aspect into my training with my clients who are a little heavier. How do you do that? Share a little bit more. How do you do that? Okay, so for instance, I have them all come in the gym right away. When I'm finishing one client, you should be on the treadmill walking or running your mile, whichever you can do. Okay, so that's already you're already warmed up, and then we're gonna get right into some band stretching and and whatnot. And then sometimes I'll have you do like, say we're doing four rounds of, of exercises. In between each round, I'll have you do a cardiovascular movement, such as high knees, marching in place, jumping jacks, jump rope, et cetera, just to keep your heart rate up during the workout. So you're getting a balance of both, weight training and cardio at the same time. I like that. How many people will take the time in between sets to look at their phone and get let that heart rate drop. So you don't allow that at your gym, huh? Uh, no phones. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Smart rule. Put the rule. phone away. If it's a 30-minute workout, guys, if you can't get away from your phone for 30 minutes, 
that's a problem. That's a problem. Yeah, that's you're right. Are your workout sessions typically about an hour long? Yes. With your, with your clients? Yeah. Yes. Okay. 30 minutes to an hour. I do both. And that includes warming up, you know, the correct the the, the, the high intensity session, the training, whatever it is, and then the cooling down. So it's not like you're working out for 60 minutes when people hear that. We're not gassing you for now, unless you're like one of my fighters or athletes of some sort. We're doing more of an intense workout. But yeah, for someone, just a regular person like myself, yeah, you can go 30 minutes and, and get a great workout, you know. How many days a week do you recommend doing a, a training session with you? I would say no less than three. Okay. Yeah, what about um, somebody who just wants to do consistent exercise? Should they be doing something every single day? If you can move every day, yes. Even on my days off, I still move. Yeah. You so know? it could be it could be a walk, and that's yes. your workout. Yeah. Yeah. Walk walk to beach. I take my my wife and my my kids, and we just walk to beach sometime. Not sometime. We do it a lot on the weekend, like a Sunday morning. My thing is watching the sunrise. So get that get that little walk. And you're killing two birds with one stone. Yeah, not to mention the sun, sunrise, sunshine is going to uh, help sync your hormones with nature, which is always going to be a plus there too. Yes. How important is it to emphasize recovery and sleep with what you teach to your clients? In order to grow, you definitely need to get the proper rest. Okay, so I don't want to stick my foot in my mouth. I'm not a big sleeper because I have issues sleeping myself. But hey, I'm I'm good at taking a power nap here and there. If you got time to take a power nap to make up for the sleep you lost at night, go for it. Do it. Yeah, I'm a big fan of power naps too. And sleep is important. You know, your body is tearing down muscle in the gym and then you're building it back up when you're resting and repairing. So that's terrific. And and you work with like some really high-end people and you don't have to name any celebrities or anything like that. But, you know, Rachel was telling me how you really made a name for yourself in the community and in, in the world, essentially. So how did that go about? How did these, you know, A-list people, celebrities start to kind of find you? How did that come about? And you don't have to name names, by the way. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I, I'll not naming the names, but uh unless I'll you say, want to it's fine but you don't have to oh, yeah. yeah of course of course okay. what well, you right. know what it's more than just a client because uh some of my clients have become family and i'll mention one i've been training him since he was 13 years old tyler cameron everyone knows he was on the bachelorette show and you know what it's it's funny at 13 i saw something in this kid like this kid is gonna make it big in life Wow. So his mom brought him to the gym with me and I started training him for football. And I thought he would make it to the NFL. But instead, his career took him to another another avenue, <laughs> you know. Either way, he made it big, you know. Yeah, totally. That's cool. 13 years old, you saw that in him. Wow. And how old is he now? Tyler is now 27. That's awesome. That's super yeah. cool. Yeah. So that that happened by his mom just taking him to your gym, and uh, it was just kind of uh, you were there and you were the trainer to, to start with him. I was the one that she chose, and, yeah. and him and other athletes like that, and that that are currently in the NFL that that have been training since they were thirteen and fourteen years old. Hey, hey, keto camper! I've got some thrilling news to share with you. The Buy Optimizers Black Friday mega sale is in full swing, and guess what? It's not just a one day thing. It's happening throughout the entire month of November. This mega deal is available only for KetoCamp podcast listeners with my special code. Yep, you heard me right. 
It's our little secret, Keto Camper. Now, you already know how much I love Bioptimizers. These guys are the real deal. When it comes to improving digestion, and let's not forget about their top-of-the-line magnesium, which is truly the best on the market, they back up their products with a rock-solid 365-day money-back guarantee, no questions asked. Now is the time of year to fill up your shopping cart and stock up on Bioptimizer's goodness. You won't find a better Black Friday deal anywhere else, not even on the mighty Amazon. One of my favorite Bioptimizer supplements for those doing keto is Capex. Take that before your fatty meals and watch what it does for digestion and energy. They have a lot of other products that I use as well. So all you need to do is head over to bioptimizers.com slash ketocamp and use the coupon code KETOCAMP10 at checkout. I will drop that link in the podcast notes down below. You don't have to wait for Black Friday. This deal is taking place for the entire month of November. So why wait? Choose health over unnecessary things this Black Friday. Head over to bioptimizers.com slash KETOCAMP and use the coupon code KETOCAMP10. We'll put that down below. Let's get back to the podcast. What are some of the commonalities with these professionals that you see and you train? What are some of the, the traits you see in them? They want it. Work ethic. Mm. If you want it, then I'm your guy because I'm going to push it. I'm, I'm going to take you to a level where you've never thought your body could go to. And I, I'm also going to teach you not to quit. So these athletes, male or female, because I've got some awesome female athletes too, they just want it, man. And they know, and I, I guess... My workouts are challenging where they want to be challenged, you know, and they're like, I wonder if I can get that extra rep. Phil's going to make me get that extra rep. And that's mm. what I want to get out of them. I want to bring the best out of each person I train. I love it, dude. Yeah, your energy is, is, is amazing. So I, I just can imagine what you're like in a workout session. <laughs> thank, thank you, man. I'm a little crazy sometimes. Yeah, I'm, a, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a hyper big kid. <laughs> no, I, I love that. Uh, I don't know if you knew this, but I used to own a CrossFit gym here in Miami a few years ago. No, I did not know that. Yeah, here for about four and a half years. And that was several years ago. But then, but why, why I brought that up is because the best coaches that we had at our gym were the ones that had that energy and enthusiasm and love for coaching like you obviously have. Yeah. And of course, you have the knowledge and experience. But I think what goes even beyond that is that attitude, energy, and enthusiasm because people people feed off of that. Like I'm feeding off of that right now through the computer screen, right? And right, uh, right. how many people are, are, what I say, tiptoeing their way through life, hoping to land safely on death's door we need to wake up. We need to, you know, have this attitude. I have this energy for whatever you're doing in life. And if what you're doing in life is not lighting you up, you have the freedom to make a, a choice there and change it, right? So I, ho I hope that encourages you because Phil's doing what he loves. I'm doing what I love. And that's what gives us the energy, attitude, and enthusiasm. Reasons come before results, right, Phil? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I can't agree with you enough on everything you just said. <laughs> <laughs> what you said about those who are successful, you said they want it, right? Yeah. They, they want it, meaning they're not interested in that goal. They're committed to that goal. And they're hiring a coach, Phil, to take them to that next level. And if you're listening, you don't necessarily have to hire a coach. You could go buy a book. You could go listen to another podcast. I mean, there's so many ways to do it. Now, the best way to do it is hire a coach. You're going to take decades and turn that into days but it's important to find somebody who's doing the things you want to do 
and have them teach it to you. Like that's, I, I'm a big fan of that, whether it's fitness or whatever it is, but you got to commit. You got to throw your hat over the fence for the people you've trained that don't make it. They just can't handle Phil. They're not committed to their goals. What do you see with them? Like, what are some of the pitfalls you see with those who don't get the results that you want them to get? I'm going to start by saying this. My mother always told me I'm not for everyone. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean, babe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it was, maybe it's too much for you. Uh -huh. But I also know how to, I know how to tone it down for those that can't handle my high intensity training. So yeah, cause I've got clients of all ages. I've got clients as young as 15. I've got clients as old as 85. Wow. So I'm not going to do the same for my 85 year old as I would do for a 50 year old. But if you don't, want it because some people just want to come in the gym and talk to you maybe that's what they're there for then okay then i'm your guy for that too you know either way you're getting something out of it before you leave me you've gotten something positive out of that workout so i hope i can keep on spreading positivity with each and every person you know you are and uh you're right. I used to be a personal trainer too. And a lot of people wanted to talk a lot. And, and that was their form of therapy, which is was beneficial to them at that time. But if you want to get those fitness results, you got to be serious about it. And that's where Phil's there to kind of check you and be like, hey, we could talk or we could, you know, lift that those those kettlebells or whatever it is. Speaking of movements, you mentioned pull-ups, dips, you know, um, push-ups. If you had to choose five movements and you couldn't do any other movements. What would those five movements be? And what would be like the, um, the repetition for them? Just a general answer. Five movements? Yeah. If you can't do anything else? For the rest of your life. That's it. Oh, me personally? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go with pull-ups. <laughs> pull-ups. And if you can't do a regular pull-up, you could just use like a, one of those, those rings or bands, right? To yes. Kind of yes. It, right? Okay. You could do or, or a TRX. A TRX, correct. Okay. Yep. yep. Uh, push-ups, whether it be on my knees or straight out. There you go. Two. Air squats to keep my legs moving. Mm -hmm. Or sitting down to a chair and standing up as like a substitute. At, yep. yep. Sit, sit down, stand up without using your hands. Mm -hmm. For my older clients, that's one thing I don't allow them to do. I want them to use their body as much as possible. So that's three. Uh, tricep dips for the back of the arms. My lady clients always complain about waving and your arm waving back. So I would make sure the <laughs> tricep dips are always there. If your knees are okay, I would still keep lunges in play. Mm. Okay. Hitting my glutes. Hey, guys, guys want good glutes too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, know? they do. Those are five. Was that five? Yeah. You had okay. push-ups, pull-ups, dips, dips, squats, and lunges. Well, I would add one more. Okay. I have to say I'm going to always want a plank. You got to keep it uh, tight for it. There you go. My core is very important to me, and I personally, you know, I like to plank every single day as well. So, mm, those are great. So there you go. For those, the reason I asked Phil is because for those listening, they're like, I don't even know what to do. What workout? Choose those six, and then just build every single day from those movements right there. I'm surprised you didn't say burpees. Are you not a fan of burpees? Oh, are you kidding me? I love burpees. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> okay, that is a great one. <laughs> I could have probably gave you twenty of. Workouts, but yeah, burpees. I am, I'm definitely a fan of burpees. If my clients are listening to this, they are hating me for this one because I make them do a lot of burpees, to be honest. <laughs> I love burpees too. I'm one of the rare people that enjoy burpees. Have you ever heard of the Roxanne burpees song, uh, like routine? Have you ever heard of that? What's it called? 
So it's the song Roxanne by the police, but doing burpees to that song. Have you ever heard of doing that before? I've never done, no. So I used to do it at my gym, and it was a warm-up for the class where we would play that song, you know, Roxanne. Yeah. Anytime Sting said Roxanne, it's one burpee. Oh, I love that. Man, I love that. Do it with your client. Now, the first half of it, they're like, this is easy because he doesn't say it that often. The second half, he's like, Roxanne, Roxanne. They're just, ah, <laughs> uh, they, I ruined the song for people. That they're at a bar, they hear Roxanne, and they're like, oh no. <laughs> That's great. We've done that to Sal- the Sally song. Bring Sally, Sally up, up, bring Sally yeah, down. Yeah. Yeah, we've done it to that, but I've never done it to Roxanne. Your clients could blame me if you do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, blame Ben. Ben. Ben told me to do this one. <laughs> it's fun. It's a, it's, a, it's a good way to kind of mix things up so it doesn't feel like a workout, uh, which I'm sure you do a lot of. All right, let's transition here. Offline, we talked about something that I asked you. I said, if you want, what's one thing you want to make sure we spoke about? And you were talking about metabolic health and obesity and how we have this epidemic of obesity. And you wanted to make sure we spoke about that. So what is your viewpoint about what's happening not just in America, but in the world, when it comes to our metabolic health with the stats out there that show three out of four of Americans are either obese or overweight. What's your viewpoint on that? And what's the solution? Well, 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 I'm not going to tiptoe. I'm going to just be straight up for it. I think the start of this, we need to get rid of these fast food joints around the world, you know? I still drive down the road and I see more people in line at a McDonald's versus a healthier choice. So with the obesity thing, I wish I can get as many obese people in in a room and just help them move. Because a lot of people are obese because maybe because they don't know what to do as far as working out, as far as eating. That's when Ben's going to come into play. So if you have a weight problem at home and you're listening to this right now, reach out to someone that can help you. And I've helped people for free in my past. I mean, I wish I can do it because I'm so passionate about saving lives of people like that, that I would do it for free if I could, you know? You're doing it for free with this conversation, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. So, um... I'm in touch with my mom a little bit, you know, uh, as I talk to you offline, my mom was obese. I just lost my mom a little over three months ago now. And, uh, diabetes was, was the kicker, you know, and I've always tried to help her eat right, move around until she was stuck and confined to bed. But if I can save one life, during this podcast, my mother would regret to say she should have been more active in her later years in life, for sure, and ate better. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm so I'm sorry about your mom, Phil, and you're not alone. I know I shared with you a story about my dad. A lot of the listeners know the story about my dad. Sixty percent, at least sixty percent of Americans are diabetic or pre-diabetic, and let's think about that for a second. Type 2 diabetes is a lifestyle disease that conventional medicine treats with medication. I mean, right there, big mismatch. Shouldn't a lifestyle disease be treated with lifestyle changes? That would make more sense. Of course. So with my dad, I didn't understand that when he was going through his his illness. And here's another truth bomb. 
most people don't die from diabetes. It's actually really rare. It's the, the, the generation of it, the strokes, which happened to your mom, my dad as well. It's the amputations, the kidney failure. That's what actually kills the person. And it's unnecessary suffering. And what you teach and what you're teaching today and what you teach all over the place is about metabolic health, which is a lifestyle change. So how, how would you deliver this message to somebody? Maybe somebody listening right now, Phil, they have type 2 diabetes, they're overweight, they're headed down that path that our parents went down. What would be your message to them right now listening? Trade your doctor for a trainer. Mm. I mean, I'm just going to be as blunt as possible. Take away your pills that they were forcing on my mother and get your body moving. And like I said in the beginning, celebrate each step. If you can't walk a mile, give me 10 steps a day and add another one each day. And then celebrate it and just keep going, guys. Never stop moving your body. And then if you don't know what to eat, like I said, find someone who is knowledgeable about food. Every healthy food is not going to taste nasty. That's what people's problem is. They're like, oh, well, my McDonald's tastes a lot better than my blah, blah, blah over here. Well, maybe you're not seasoning it properly, you mm-hmm. know? Add more salt. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> I'm not a chef, but, you know, you can make it taste better. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know? And your, your palate will begin to adjust to the healthier food. Yes. When the shutdowns happened, you remember that they uh, they closed the gyms, they closed many health stores, but they opened up the liquor stores and the fast food rest. Those were essential. What's wrong with that, Phil? Ben, it's funny you said that because the gym I train at is behind an ABC liquor store. Okay? And I will tell you, driving by my gym when it was closed for three months, and watching the line of people go in there to get liquor was depressing. And it was very sad. I wanted to start a boot camp right outside the ABC liquor store if they wouldn't throw, have thrown me out, you know? Seriously. And it's, it's very sad. But it's, it's reality. It's reality. And it's set up that way. Unless you become aware of what's happening you take ownership. Let's talk about this real quick. You take ownership, you take responsibility, and then you make better decisions. That word responsibility, that is your ability to respond to life, right? How are you responding to life? So how mm-hmm. important, Phil, and how do you take ownership and responsibility? I look at myself in the mirror and saying, I either do this or do that. You know, it is my responsibility to take care of my body. It's not my responsibility to take care of Ben's body unless Ben hires me, correct? Okay? And it's not Ben's responsibility to change my eating habit if I don't reach out to Ben for help. So you got to start with yourself. Just one small change in your life a day will help. Maybe I can skip the fast food today and maybe eat something different. Or maybe, like I said, we can walk that extra step today instead of sitting on the couch and popping on my Netflix and watching 10 episodes of something on TV. One small change a day. It's a decision. And it's a small decision that stacks over time. The, those small tweaks lead to giant peaks. That's what Phil's saying right here. 
Hey, Keto Camper, it is time to get your shift together. What do I mean? Sugar Shift is a unique probiotic designed as a working system to convert the sugars, glucose, and fructose in your gut to the free radical scavenger mannitol, which also feeds a healthy gut microbiome, supports the mitochondria, and by the way, it increases the production of butyrate, which helps protect the gut lining and is one of the main ketone bodies. You heard of it, beta-hydroxybutyrate. This is one of my favorite formulas. It's an eight-strain formula built as a working system to provide specific gut functions, and it's unique in its probiotic formulation. One of my favorite things about this product is that it breaks down and detoxifies glyphosate. The product also includes strains that has been shown to improve muscle mass and support changes in body mass. I've used it with several of my Keto Camp Academy students and they have reported to me it's helped them with their sugar cravings, it helped them with their transition from sugar burner to fat burner, helps to keep them in ketosis and take the results to another level, helps when they hit a plateau, improves digestion. In a recent study, BiotaQuest, the company that makes Sugar Shift, showed huge improvements in blood sugar reduction, A1C reduction, also reducing LPS, which is an endotoxin that can create inflammation in your body. If you'd like to get your hands on a bottle of Sugar Shift from BiotaQuest, head to BiotaQuest.com, which is spelled B-I-O-T-I-Q-U-E-S-T, and then put the coupon code CAMP, K-A-M-P-1-0 at checkout, and also check out their other products as well. We'll drop links down below with the coupon code in the podcast notes. What about this? Because I'm sure you get this a lot. When somebody starts making changes to their nutrition, to their fitness, all of a sudden, it kind of triggers their environment, their family, their friends, and they have their friends making these comments because when we change, we become a threat to people around us who are not changing. So how do you coach your clients on that? I'm not going to say choose, choose different family members, <laughs> but, but, but I was, I'm going to say that you need to change the environment of people that you're hanging around with. Because seriously, when you grow in a positive way and those that don't want to see you do that, they want you to still go to the bar with them and drink the alcohol and party and be silly. Maybe they're not your people no more. Maybe you should just grow with the next group. The next group over there just working out. Your CrossFitters, your whoever, doing healthier things with their lives, you know? Change your environment. Yeah, your environment is so important. I posted a video today on my TikTok about this study called Fleas in a Jar. And what they did, it's like a 60-second video. If you go on YouTube and just type in Fleas in a Jar, you'll see it. Okay. So, so I posted the video, but I wanted to, to share how important your environment was, like to your point. So what they did, they put hundreds of fleas in a jar. They closed the jar, left it there, I think, overnight. And the jars, the fleas, of course, they were flying around. You know, they were confined by their environment, the glass jar. After 24 hours, they removed the jar and not one single flea escaped. It was conditioned, the environment conditioned to believe that they're stuck and they flew in the same pattern. Not only that, their offspring was born and flew into the same pattern. Isn't that crazy? Wow. 
Uh-huh. That's that's amazing, but I'm not surprised. <laughs> right. I'm not gonna go to go down that alley, but I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, if that's wow. that's how powerful your environment is. So if you're watching the mainstream news every single night and live in watching the fear, you're gonna live in fear. If you're hanging around five people who are going to McDonald's, you're gonna go to McDonald's. <laughs> you're gonna go to McDonald's. Yep. Or or to the bar. Or to the bar. Yep. Yeah. So well, is that why you one of the reasons why you love like having a gym because you get to meet people who are like minded? Yes. I mean, and, and if you're not, you uh, become that way. Being around myself and other trainers in the gym. Yeah, I, lo- I love the positivity of the gym. It makes me feel alive. You know, I love high energy individuals. And if you're not as high energy as myself, then it's all right. I'll, I'll bring it out of you somewhere. Or yeah, your, your vibe <laughs> attracts your tribe. So what's the name of your gym? And then talk about your online training. And then also you have an app. So I want to hear all about that. Okay, the gym, the private studio I train at is called Real Fitness here in Jupiter, Florida. I do a lot of private in-home training, and I do have an app, Phil Fit. You can go to my the link in my, my bio for that. We'll put it in the notes of the podcast as well. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Appreciate that. And I have an online training business. Like, it's all connected, www.phil-fit.com. And we talked about time in the beginning. So I bounce around a lot, but we talked about time. People don't have time to work out. My first workout on the app was a five-minute program, by the way. And each exercise then was for 30 seconds. Who doesn't have five minutes in their day to do a to do a workout? We all do. So if they try that one time and you can go at your own intensity, you can make it very slow. Or you could be, if you're a super athlete, Go as hard as you can for 30 seconds. And it's five minutes without taking a break. And you could do more than one five-minute workout and graduate to two, three, four, five, you know, in one day. Love it. Brilliant. And it's for anyone. Yeah. Anyone can do it. So phil-fit.com, and then we'll put the link for your app in the, the podcast notes. You're located in Jupiter, Florida. So on your website, does it have your location, your your gym's location on your website? Or no? Uh, no, but it does have all my online training program. Okay. So. so the online training program, you can find it online. So we'll, we'll make sure we put all that down below. We have uh, Rachel on our team who puts that together for us. So those who want to learn more about Phil, get some training from Phil, get started with Phil. I mean, who doesn't love your attitude and energy? We need more <laughs> Phil in our life. So thank this you, is a great thank way you. to do it. <laughs> what, what's the uh, final message you want to share for the listeners today? My final message today, guys. Get rid of your excuses because we all can make excuses, okay? I want to leave off with this. I'm training for a marathon. And before this marathon training started, I never ran more than five miles in my entire life. Wow. And I'll be 46 in, in what, next week. So believe me, if I can do this, I've ran 16 last Saturday, 10 yesterday. If I can do this, you can do this. You can move your body. You can do anything you put your mind to. Don't allow your excuses to get in your way. Mm, Powerful. Listen to that over and over if you need uh, some inspiration. There's two types of pains in this world, the pain of regret or the pain of discipline. Pain of regret weighs a lot more than the pain of discipline. Amen, it does. Phil, thank you uh, for your work, for your energy, for your enthusiasm, for uh, everybody you inspired on today's episode. 
Uh, I appreciate you. I'm grateful to know you. I'm grateful that Rachel connected us. I love how you focus on gratitude and just how you show up in this world. So thank you. Everybody go to the notes of the podcast and check out Phil. And I want to say uh, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Ben, thank you again for having me. And Rachel, thank you for introducing us. I can't wait. We're still going to go grab that dinner, Ben. We are. We are. Thank you, Phil. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the entire episode with Phil Fitz. Go check out the links and resources and everything mentioned could be found in the show notes down below. Phil's website is phil-fit.com. His app is philfit.app. And he also has his Instagram, his Facebook page. We're going to put all that down below in the show notes. Go send him some love. Go take action. Build that longevity muscle. Build lean mass. Feel better burn more calories, have more energy, and live that good life that you deserve. If you haven't left the Keto Camp Podcast a rating or a review yet on Apple Podcasts, please do so right now. And maybe you want to text this episode to a friend, copy and paste the link, post it on your social media. Let's get the message out there. Let's inspire our community. Let's change the world together. I'm so grateful you spent the part of the day with me. Thanks so much for listening to the entire episode. I'll see you on the next one. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own. And this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.